0: You are now tuned into the Carefree Black Girl podcast, where we're discussing everything carefree black and girl. girl. Hey, ladies. Hey. It's Ivy. It's Dash. It's Russ. And Bree. Hey, Bree. We got you on the line. How's everything out there in Cali? The weather is good.
1: I mean, school sucks, but I actually, or I should say work, because it's like a job. A yeah. Baby. But um, the weather is good. It's about to be my birthday, so I don't really. I told myself when my birthday comes, I'm not doing no work for the whole weekend. Mm. So I'm, that's what I'm looking forward to, basically.
2: When is your birthday?
1: The third of February. Shout out to all the Aquarius. Yes. All right.
0: water. Happy early birthday. Let's lit. Um, why do you? Oh, like why do you feel like school is work?
1: I mean, because I get paid. That's. Oh. It's not fun no more. It, it's like, you know how people are like, oh, once you start making money for it, it's not fun. Mm-hmm. That's basically basically mm-hmm. is what's happening.
2: You look uh, you look happy from what we could see on Instagram. And you've been I mean, that's, all that bomb stuff.
1: I try to keep myself sane. But I mean... You know the internet. I've gotten used to it. I guess it's just because there's no black people. I know I keep saying that, but like once you live on the East Coast, like y'all, for real, it's crazy how this state, like now where I live, I know why people like would have voted for Trump because there's no black people here to tell them that like we're not criminals and shit like that. Like there's no black people.
2: Wow. Have you made friends like in your school?
1: Oh yeah, I have a I, well. You know I'm like introverted. Like I'm extroverted in certain times but like when it comes to work like how I am at work is totally different how I am with like my home friends so it was almost like a job so I'm not I have a few friends like two or three
2: right okay uh well, at least you have somebody to talk to right and you cook I think your latest um you've been making that jerk sauce it's Brie yeah it's syrup. mad spicy
1: I fucked up I put too many scotch bonnets because mm-hmm. I thought that I could have taken it I was wrong
0: saying that sounds good. It right? was so good. It was
2: Brussels sprouts with rice and beans. Oh, and then you did the jerk tofu. That's what
0: I was like. Yes, Brie with
1: the, the jerk, jerk tofu. tofu. Yeah, oh, it, was, it was. It was spicy.
0: You know it's crazy? Because I, you know, I, I went pescatarian for a month because that's when I was only eating fish, and i keep saying i want to go back to that but i just love like i think i want to eat moderation like chicken i think i will stay away from like the red meat but also ever since my food stamps started hitting i've been hey. cooking at home so me and my friend made some like stuffed stuffed shells the other night we stuffed it with like cheese and just <laughs> like it was amazing it was so good it made me feel like Brie. Did you have meat in it? <laughs> oh, it was meat in it. I was just trying to leave that out for the vegan ears. But if we're getting dirty on here, it was ground beef with some onions and pep- oh, not peppers and garlic. This is really good. A lot of cheese. We use like three cheeses. Mozzarella cheese, sharp cheddar cheese. Some little parsley, some little basil. You know, it was really yeah. good. A yeah, garnish. Had you know, garnish. A little I'm little like, oh, we got to feature me in her cookbook. <laughs> Yo, I <laughs>
2: wish I could get food stamps. Like, I just feel like I would get denied if I go. But I be eating cauliflower and broccoli every day. Put yeah. it in the oven. Like, that's your my kids specialty. are gonna be
0: so blown. <laughs> like, why is my mom making all this food that is? I even have to food. um
2: marry a chef or something mm. i always wonder am i gonna raise my kids to be vegetarian like Bree, what is your take on that
1: <laughs> my well i mean i don't know if y'all know what my boyfriend, <laughs> but he haitian as fuck and he not been have his kids at he's all. like what is veganism so yeah no never i, I feel like I, once they got to an age i would have a conversation with them and let them pick but my partner would be like no our kids are eating meat
3: as someone who is Haitian, this is Russ, and um was pescatarian for 4 or 5 years. Like my my dad was like so he would always say like, "Oh, in Haiti, you don't eat meat cuz you're poor." <laughs> he was like, <laughs> "I brought you to America so you can eat meat." <laughs> like, I'm like, "But sir, like it's it's absolutely different. It's different. The meat that we have in America is um not processed the same way as other countries. Every country mm-hmm. has its own mechanism. Yeah. And I experienced that when I was studying abroad and I was like, damn, like I could probably eat chicken here because it's actual chicken. But the chicken. crazy
0: like, thing is when I went abroad, I I hated the food. It was probably just so Because you went to the white people countries. Mm-hmm. That's true. I did. I went to Amsterdam.
2: Yo, when I went to Jamaica. And when I was
0: not high, it was not good. <laughs> I
2: went to Jamaica and my first meal surprisingly was so nasty. Like the rice and beans and i had uh potatoes or something it just didn't mm-hmm. have no flavor i was so shocked my homeboy
0: was- just came back from cuba and said everything that he had in cuba just he just could not eat like it was just he could not get jiggy with the food really yeah and that's how i felt about mexico the nachos here are way better
3: Oh my god. And I think they're whoever for this. And I know someone that's like, but the nachos here are not authentic or or something. And I went to Cuba, they just put pork in everything. They put mm. they love putting pork in their rice. They love putting pork in everything. That was the only difficulties but that I experienced. But the food was cheap as hell. Yeah. And it was at abundance. So So maybe he I don't know, but that's what he was saying. Like he was like he
0: cannot get jiggy with the food and I mean, when I went to Mexico, I had agreed. I'm like, this food is not, like, it could have been the resort food. It just tastes like they put shrimp, or they made everything in, like, fish oil. It just was just an underlining taste of a hint of seafood in everything I ate in Mexico. I was just over it.
2: Puerto Rico has good food. but Puerto Rico definitely has good food. Puerto Rico has really good food.
3: I've always wanted to go to Puerto Rico. Nah, that food is lit, and their mom. beaches is lit, I and the Bacardi factory. So Talking about Puerto Rico, can we um, drop an insert shout-out to the schools and the locations in Puerto Rico that are getting electricity back? Yes. Post a uh, series of hurricanes that came through the island. I, I think I read an article about an elementary school or public school system like receiving electricity. So um, I don't know if we have listeners out there, but we're still sending prayers for you guys, I hope. Reconstruction goes well for for that island. I mean, it's a U.S. Right. territory. And we know we have a president who... Mm. Exactly. So, anybody who's sending donations and fundings, you got family out there, like, you definitely send prayers to, yeah. to them. Yeah, because, I mean, we
0: have just Trump throwing toilet paper into crowds. Like, it's basketball. <laughs> nah. Okay. Going into... Like, we... Just not. (laughs) Yeah, we can't get into it. Not just yet. So let's talk about. Have y'all seen the
2: Monique videos that she's been posting on Instagram?
0: Yes. So for those of you who haven't, on you know, are aware of the whole situation, Monique has called us black people to boycott Netflix because of just like discrimination as far as like pay when it comes to race. So she was offered five hundred thousand dollars to do a segment with Netflix. Where Amy Schumer and was then Wanda offered Sykes. thirteen million, and then Wanda Sykes yep. was offered two fifty. So she's basically saying, like, why is it that Amy Schumer gets thirteen million and I get five hundred thousand? So I get it that people don't like Monique, but she is the original like queens her? of comedy. Why I don't like well, her? no people. Every like, I feel like. I just feel like every no one like anything Monique does, it always gets a like a negative reaction from
3: people. Like, can you give the, me another example? Because I'm, so, I'm, I'm a I'm a little I'm a stan. Okay. You know, I watch the Parkers. So um, <laughs> <yes>. I, <laughs> I'm a stan. So that's the
0: thing. I'm a stan too. Like I've always defended. I'm like, what? Like, do I not remember? Like. Just original queens of comedy. I know. Like, I think she would and get her somebody, respect
2: in the black community.
0: For yes, sure, and that's what someone told me. Someone was like, "You have to understand, for black Hollywood, Monique is it. But when it comes across the board, she's not it. Like she hasn't like, um, like Kevin Hart, mainstream comedy. If, if that makes any sense, right." Monique, Monique hasn't done that yeah. in that sense. Like, she's a legend to us. It's crazy. But is she though, a legend on, like, a world? To stand? see her fall, how she
2: fell. Like, she was so big when she did the BT. But it awards, was rumors,
0: was right? Everything.
2: That's And that's what I'm not understanding. And but it was, was kind of like overnight.
0: And But it was also a rumor that Lee Daniels blacklisted her. Well, I was that too. And I
1: don't ahead. know. I feel like even if the whole blacklisting happened, like, this Netflix stuff is crazy because at the end of the day it comes down to talent. Yes. Like, Amy, I don't even what's her what's what Schumer? That her Schumer. that's her last name? hmm okay. Yeah, okay. So like the thing is she's just not funny. Like, it would be totally different if it was someone like really, really funny and they got paid more than Monique. But like the fact that it's mere talent difference is the crazy part about it.
0: But I find Monique funny.
1: Who no, I agree. Funny? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Amy oh, isn't Amy. funny, right? I have,
0: yeah, Amy, I that other girl is not funny. Done.
1: Yeah.
3: Like, she's and not. then, and I'm curious. Well,
0: that movie she did with her mother, um, the, the t- that was actually funny. Amy, I did I, was, I was, that was the trip. Was I was watching saying. that on my way back on the flight from Amsterdam, and I was dead. I think that, I
2: think, well, so a lot of people were saying, I'm not sure of the guy, but he's in the industry and he basically made a video on YouTube basically saying like how Monique kind of played herself, which even though us in the black community, we love her, we respect her. She's a legend to us. I kind of agree because I feel like she made a problem out, like, are you going to boycott Netflix?
3: No. I mean, I don't pay for Netflix.
2: Yeah, I don't pay for it either. <laughs> so, so. Well, I don't pay for it. My mom it, does it, when regardless I'm regardless
1: of account. the whole Netflix thing, like, if you also notice, ever since she made that comment, people have been coming out saying how they're also underpaid for stuff. So, I kind of yeah. understand your point, Dodge, how she like, she probably played herself. But to be quite honest, like, I don't think she, she realized that, like, that it would have a trigger effect.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, I think. So, in her mind, she's like, Oh, I'm gonna like try to rally my people together to do this boycott. And we're all sitting here like, Okay, the boycott is a stretch, but we hear you, sis. Yeah, right. You getting not, you you getting way, 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 way underpaid from this girl isn't okay. And I mean, cause I don't know if y'all saw, but like Tracy Ellis Ross is trying to get paid more. And then Taraji Henson, mm-hmm. she put out that thing when she was filming Benjamin Button. She had to get her own, she had to pay for her own hotels and stuff. Like, they just don't treat black women right in any space. Mm. So I think that's more so what, like, she started, you know, having a conversation. Yeah, I
2: agree agree. to that. But now I just feel like now you're getting zero. And yeah, but it's it's, like for her career and her lane that she is, I think that that's only going to continue to negatively affect her. I like it's a, great that other people are stepping up, but
3: right. I have a question: Does Amy have the same or similar acclimates as? No, as she don't got no Monique? Oscar. She Monique have has nothing. an an Oscar. <laughs> no, right. So why? So I'm not saying like okay, what is an Oscar? It's just thank it's an you. Award. No, she but has an Oscar. If you if you were to compare resumes,
1: right? And I and I, I don't
3: know if I have to go in IMB or whatever and see. Yeah, no. If you would compare, she has. I see where she's coming from and. Just to, like, take this out of entertainment, just overall, it is known that women of color, women in totality, but women of color especially, um, don't ask for more when it comes to the workplace. So this is just, like, a lesson learned for, especially for people who are about to step into the real work world. I'm going to take this to like, a personal example. Mm-hmm. I, I ask for more money. Mm-hmm. And I, in every job, I ask for more money even when they're like what are you expecting i still fudge more money cuz at the end of the day you got more money to give me you can't right. sit there and tell me netflix couldn't drop that for her exactly you, you can't tell me that so it doesn't hurt that like i i i hate that it triggered that way and um social social media could like run with things in different directions you never right. know when you throw it at, you you never right. know what happens when you post it's like a boomerang who you never know what happens when you post but i am never going to i'm not going to say that Her and more women before and after her, they need to continue asking for for more more. money.
0: Yeah, I that's my thing. Like, I agree, I think that's kind of like extremely disrespectful to offer
3: a 500,000. Like, is you shitting me? How much Dave Chappelle received? No offense, I know that's different. There's a a little different anticipation, but same thing. How many years has he not been on air?
2: But people anticipate Dave Chappelle, they do. Maybe Monique could have came up with some type of agreement like if I do these numbers then y'all pay me this because who Netflix from what they see is that she's blacklisted white people was not checking for her just us so maybe if she would have been like okay well if I do these numbers then you know y'all could offer me this many million or whatever but Dave Chappelle and Amy Dave Chappelle isn't as well he's current I guess because he just put out his specials but Amy Schumer is current and Monique isn't. And you know,
0: you can't. But, but I feel like they're both legends. They're, they're definitely and both Amy legends. And Amy Schumer is not even considered merely a legend. So it's like, how dare you give 13 million. She, You gave her 13 million and couldn't even give me one. Yeah, I have an Oscar. We can't share?
2: put. I don't put. I'm not putting the blame on Netflix. It's like, damn Netflix. But so I'm not putting the blame on them because that's their pockets. And she could have just declined it, said no, asked for more, move. But down. the
0: thing is, it's. it's it's still like they felt comfortable offering those things. I think that's what people are not understanding. And it's like, forget it being Monique. Like, Netflix, and and the fact that it's becoming a joke, I find it like, she's not even getting roles, though, at all, period. So I would
2: have took my And how much do we thousand.
0: know, like, of that? True. We don't know. She's we not, because she was, we don't know, because I've definitely seen her, and it, it hasn't been in no, nothing mainstream, but I've seen her over the years in the small out. roles. To. So, Right, it's just million, like, all right, million. well, it's just like, I'm not saying that you need to give her a, a hundred million, even though we may feel like she's worth that, but at least give her five. At least, like, don't disrespect her. Don't disrespect her, like, don't disrespect that her was disrespectful. but I'm just not trying
2: to take the negative. I'm taking, like, the Erica Badu path on it. Like, how she said in her latest article that she just, I don't know, people um, get mad so quickly that's what Erica Badu said, but I feel the same way, kind of.
3: You make me want it every time. You make me want. T- talking about that Erica what? Badu article, if we can transition into that. Yeah, um, where
2: is it? Um Vulture.
0: Yes. To give us a little backstory about why um Monique was blacklisted was basically because Oprah, um, there was a dispute between her and Oprah. Like the way she called Oprah out at a celebration of Lupita's, I believe. Yeah. So, um, y'all know when, when Auntie Oprah ain't fucking with you the family ain't fucking with you. And that's basically what it is in Black Hollywood. It's like, you know, you pick your battles, I guess. And I don't know if that's personally right. Cause it's just like, what is that saying to other people? You can't go against Oprah. Maybe, you can't call Oprah out.
3: Now from and I and listeners, I hope you guys like do your research on this. Um right. but don't take away from the topic that there's a woman of color who's being disenfranchised. Right. Right. But at the end of the day We haven't seen Monique on the on the big screen for a little while. So if the situation was that Monique had had uh, a fallout with Oprah, and I think with her being at an event or a ceremony to honor another woman of color, Lupita, Mm -hmm. and then in the midst of your speech, your whatever whatever what you're saying on the mic, you at the end you're like, oh, and Sister Girl, I need to talk to you. That's not really. Professionally in the best place, you could have guard off, but the if we got off the stage and then pulled her to us, I
0: agree with that, but also that's like honestly, if we're all friends, like I don't know what how that like situation was as far as I don't know who was at that event, but I know if it's events where it's just us and I see you like I'm not gonna put you on mainstream in front of people, but like I would tell Dodge in front of you and Quana like. I got to talk to you, Dodge. Like let's talk. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because that's we're friends. We're we're family. Like it's not like we're in front of a whole bunch of people that don't know what's up. So that's what I'm saying. Like I want to make sure that or well, I would love to know if this isn't really bullying. Just in Hollywood, because that's kind of what it sounds like. Probably
2: hadn't seen her and just was like, the next time I see her, I'm taking that opportunity. And she kind of got the reputation that she was difficult to work with, Mm -hmm. difficult um, personality. Because how many
0: times we get that black women are difficult for speaking up? We're difficult all the time, Mm -hmm. all the time. And then, and then, like even you know, people. It's Oprah, so it's like who? That's like that's like going against Beyonce. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like. Um, this I don't know if y'all seen Jay Holiday and his comments towards Beyonce please, and SZA. Please. Was you, that
2: recent? I yes, that was this oh week. He what?
0: basically said that he's tired of female, like SZA, Beyonce. I don't know. I'm not sure of the other artists. Uh,
3: SZA, Beyonce, um, and one more person. He's tired
0: um, of them using their pain to sell music. He's a hater. What? Cardi B. Cardi B. He Why said, I dare you? He said, you know, my daughter likes your music, but they're not allowed to listen to your music. Cause they just throw sex and pain, and it's just like th- the male. He was like, you know, I don't swing my dick around. Like, oh no, that's exactly what he was saying on his video. <laughs> well, well, where's sir, your publicist? Yeah, the beehive is. Where under is No, the Let's beehive
3: see. stung him to death, and I, as a proud beehive member, like, sir, just you didn't have to like put these as a fellow artist. But I don't know when's the last time we got music right. for him. I, I don't know if he's 2014. writing. For folks, I'm still like... I actually did like Jay Holiday. But there was no reason for you to, again, call these people out. If you feel like, okay, girls nowadays are doing this. And then also you should talk about the men who exploit females on their music. Or they exploit the drug game that they're not even a part of on their music. You know, um, I don't see... I feel like that was very like a a pushback to the society. Because Mm -hmm. I think someone like Beyonce... Wait, who, hold on. Mind you, he was saying this video with
0: three teeth missing in his, oh in his mouth. You know what? <laughs> just to put that out there. Oh, my like, gosh. So, I got to go Wait, before that. you even go deep, rise. I just want to get to it real quick. Mm-hmm. How dare you, Jay Holiday, with three missing teeth in your mouth, come for Beyonce, Cardi, and Scissor. If you don't go make yourself a dentist appointment, get up out of what we're doing. Like, Be mad at why you're not selling. Why do you and look the like the someone's music. drunk? Uncle on Instagram Talk about My daughters can't listen to you First off Your daughters can't listen to you You Your main hit single Is about putting a female to bed Is
3: you shitting me? Mm -mm. Also in that Cardi definitely got a bag and fixed her teeth. Hello. So I know he was missing teeth, but maybe you want to take some notes when you're listening to these music. Like, I, 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 but I do feel like it hurt me that he threw Beyonce under the bus because I feel like she normally talks about like love in a positive light. You know, you get your few don't want to be a broken hearted girl type songs. Lemonade exposed everything that comes with love and not only the good part. And I think you know, like, how people are like, oh, I listen to Beyonce to, like, turn up, and I listen to Adele to get into my feelings. Lemonade she finally gave me something. A, but I don't know even what
0: four was It in my feelings kind of Kind of. What? Four, yeah. I miss you. I miss you. I love you. I song. care. And I care. End of time. Like, one plus one, start over. Like, yeah, Beyonce gave a was... soul on four.
3: I just felt like Lemonade was just specific. Of yeah, course, it was different. It just and then SZA, on the other hand, I felt like, personally, I don't, th- I don't think no, none of these girls that he threw out, I don't think they're, like, exploring or bashing men and using that to make profit. I personally felt like SZA was putting her own dirty laundry out mm-hmm. in the front street and just showing, like, here's me, 20-something, trying to figure out my life. Niggas tried me. I tried niggas. This is where we at. You feel me? Like, I don't think it, I don't, even Cardi, what is it? When does Cart like I don't Car- I don't he got see a whole that. man. Whole why man. Yeah, why is that? That but she him buying mad, vehicles for him. Of,
2: like, why can't they be allowed to take what they going through and right. be so, an artist off of that? Jay Whatever. Holiday
0: is somebody's drunk uncle with missing teeth. Missing <laughs> teeth. Like, don't come for the queen. Like that's that's the way that is social suicide. And he I feel like
3: he dropped those names just to get 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 views, get trendy whatever the situation maybe it wasn't maybe he was really feeling like oh i i want my girls to listen to this but it's not the right whatever whatever and again if you want to see a difference in the world then you be the change exactly write a couple of hits for these girls then jay Holiday. you feel me <laughs> write something that you know hey i'm sending you this song because i want my girl to right. listen to this like where that at? again don't know what he's doing Send suffocate in bed Right, you done not You, you re- didn't and came back and came for the queen. If you don't die again and try over, the VI basically put him to death. Damn. But um, and it's funny because he was um, shouting out the living legends, like Beyonce is a fucking legend. Like, SZA is a legend. Mm-hmm. Slow down. Slow down Grammy nominations. slow down We're her Grammy she nominations, slow slow down. Down. Her Grammy nominations? <laughs> I am not playing Since as right, a legend I, I, we've, gotten, yet, we've, yet. Gotten, <laughs> we've gotten We've <laughs> gotten We've gotten there We've gotten Less there with Even with album. her Grammy nominations and The numbers that she's been pulling She's not a living legend yet. No okay. that's
1: not No Yeah Alright all
3: right, we've, we've, I feel like we talked she about
1: it. She was this. just
2: talking about Not making music anymore So we gotta right. see What, we the, all know what her next her move fabulous. Is gonna be I can
3: wait anymore it's three in the morning, finna knock like on your door. Let me in, let me in, let me in, girl. Let me in, let me in, let me in. Baby, I know you ain't sleeping. I just wanna die. Baby, I know. yeah oh uh, yeah so um okay so this is not a living legend but i, I definitely think that erica badu like mm-hmm. and then talking about like publicity and in these artists like getting like good and bad rep within these last two weeks erica badu just had just had an interview on was it was a culture vulture vulture that was really um it was a good read like it was an amazing read too. and it, it really like showed us like who erica is and what did she become and just like how you can be an artist a lot of real things were revealed to me like i didn't know that she was her own manager this whole time and never had a manager
2: that's weird because
3: i i thought she had a
2: manager back in the day one of the yorks david york or jacob york but Maybe not, because she said it out of her own mouth in an article that she didn't have a manager.
3: Mm-hmm. She didn't have her own manager. I love the fact that, like, um, she, she loves touring. Anyway, she does. She says a-
0: she doesn't, like, when she's not performing, she doesn't feel like herself. Like, her energy isn't there, which I find dope. Like, and I love how she rules her career on her own terms. You know what I'm saying? She's not obsessed with the fame and all of that. Like, all she cares about is what her children think of her. You know, just that cool story about how, like, the priest um, in Cuba, mm-hmm. when Common took her to go get a reading, the priest was in dirty Pumas. And she was, like, she was getting, right, or so she was telling the story in the article about how um, Common, at the time she was dating him, took her to get a reading in Cuba. And as she, she said she wore this, like, this all white getup, she had a white wrap, just so it can like, so she can look like she had good energy. So she, and said she, she could,
2: always wore white all the time. To so just of her basically,
0: life. yeah. So, because it represented good energy and all mm-hmm. those other things. And then she goes to this, like they take her to this place, and um, she sees this guy who is in these dirty um, Pumas, and I think he was drinking a beer and smoking, smoking a, a cigarette. Smoking a cigarette. <laughs> And he turned out to be the priest, and she was just like, you know, he didn't feel the need to say who he was on, or feel the need to look like a priest. Like, he was one, and that's when she just threw away the turban, got rid of, like, because she was just like, I don't need to look like it if I'm it. Mm. And I thought that was super, that was super, like, a super gem for me, especially because I go for that, that saying, purpose of popularity and i was just telling you guys like i don't feel the need to put my name on projects that i've worked on because these people know it's not i'm not doing it. I, you know like and i feel
3: like i like that just kind of was confirmation that like i'm moving the way i'm supposed to be moving you know what i'm saying definitely i i love that another great takeaway also in addition to that was energy mm-hmm. and vibrations you know everybody's like Erica's so hip but she ain't dropped music since like 2010 or Erica's so hip and she she be doing these like collabs and you know people women and men who have kids always can be like in the know but she sees both sides of everything and she's like in the article she expressed that Mumber rap is not what mumba rap is she just feels like this generation is fiending for vibrations right. more than lyrical content right. that was
2: dope that she said she like mm-hmm. understands the kids today and how she broke that down saying like how and it's um, true he asked do our lyrics as important are they were back in the day and she basically broke it down like mm, no because these kids are big on sounds and vibrations um I'm excited if she do put out new music. Because how she was saying, she went to Africa and been, like, recording drums. And she is so funny. She was like, I might just moan on an album. Or right. I might just be humming. <laughs> and the
3: thing as, a like, a Erica Badu stand like, yes. a lot of my favorite songs from her is just, like, Mm, like she's not even doing anything at the end anymore like but it's just so nicely composed or she's just saying the same thing over and over again like i want you she just says i i want want you you period and that song goes into so many different transitions and you're just like in it's like three songs in one so her like feeding her already understanding her artistry and knowing that she likes to put out good vibrations and then we're stepping into a world of hip-hop which was I think the best takeaway of her one making it clear that hip hop is a culture. It's a culture, and it's a culture that is transforming in different ways, and we cannot dictate what it's going to become. It is just going to be what the people need it to be, and the people need good vibrations right now. You know, like, shout out to Outcasts, vibrate. Like, people right. need good vibrations to get to point A, to get to point B. So, yeah, it might sound like mumbling, but there is a tone and there is a rhythm there that us, especially people of color, can get and absorb, and you don't know what it's doing to your body.
1: I understood or I understand what y'all are saying, but Erica Baudu is always one of those people who I have to try, and you know, sometimes it's not even possible, but to separate the artist from the art. Because I'm like, I feel I agree with what y'all are saying about like her understanding of, I guess, like sound waves or vibrations or whatever, and like being able to speak across generations or like kind of certain time periods where music had changed a lot. I also think she's super, super talented as far as like creating music. But I also feel like the the article got a lot of attention for some kind of off the wall things that she said, which unfortunately that's happening a lot lately. It's like artists do stuff and it makes you be like, damn, like I wish I didn't know that before I heard this song or that song. Like it makes it hard to kind of appreciate the artist in the art.
3: So specifically the comment that's getting backlash is what the um Ada the Hitler comment. Right. Um but then in in if you read the article if if um her comments about Hitler during the article she talks she mentions Hitler and XXX Tentacion. She's but before she mentions them she just says how she sees both sides. I didn't see nothing wrong with that. I actually didn't it didn't trigger me to be like against her i still love her she dropped an album yeah. the girl listen anytime she's in new york city and she's low-key djing i'm still gonna go see her like so
2: you can, you are able to separate the artists am. From the am so brie for you you're saying also, that
1: but i feel like the, and i i mean it didn't necessarily have to be a trigger but people have to understand that like words have consequences like, when you say things, it affects people. So for her to talk about, oh, I see two sides of people, or I see, like, the good in people, because I read, I read it as well, and it was basically, she was actually saying how she sees humanity in everybody, which I think is kind of a stretch to kind of be like, oh, everyone's a human, so I can see the good in them. I don't necessarily agree with that ideology, especially see? because nowadays you actually have people like, it would, it just wasn't, it just wasn't an appropriate to make. But because um, at the end of the day, because that's, okay, it's almost like changing history, though, or, like, trying to change the way history is. Like, that's like saying, somebody saying, oh, the people who put us on the boat, like, they had good intentions. Well, good intentions don't really mean shit, so...
2: I mean, right. but she also compared it to like just imagining how Hitler had a bad childhood and she thought about like maybe if her daughter had a childhood. I totally understand what you're saying, Brie, but I don't think that, like, it don't make me hate her at all because I'm such a person, but y'all know that, that I'm like, people are entitled to their opinion and how they feel. And she also was saying that in article two, basically, like how you don't have to conform for anybody. So, well, I never
1: said I hated her, I just said that I don't. I can appreciate her art, but her as an artist says things that I just can't agree with. I I just feel like
0: we also pick and choose when to separate the art from the artist because I feel like I've been trying to tell people to boycott R. Kelly and everyone. And he has been accused of horrendous. It's not like regular, like, oh, you know, regular sexual abuse. He's been like accused of child abuse. Which is not right, but and she, the she, it, yeah, people choose, and then I feel like, and then I feel like at the same time, then, and then we have Erica who says, I see the good in everybody, but then we jump down her throat, but we're not, we're, we're doing but she chose
1: to pick a specific person to say, like, I'm not saying that I don't, I have an issue with her saying that she sees humanity in everybody, I have an issue with her saying that she sees humanity in Adolf Hitler, a man I'm who led either. a genocide to people. Like, you. I don't agree with that, like, the whole statement in general. Because I do get what she's saying as far as, like, people are people. People have fucked up experiences. They have. They go through hardship. You know, they live difficult lives, and that might affect how they act and who they are. I get all of that. But she specifically chose the name of a person, which I can't agree with. This. It, like, null and voids the whole argument to me.
3: Mm. Now, I think if I can properly recall... I think the Adolf Hitler comment came after the he asked
2: I was gonna ad, say he asked the question because I remember her yeah. throwing back you it, know he
3: asked
1: like, I was what about, about Hitler mm-hmm.
2: right cause that's because that's why she was like she was like, I don't think about it. it's not on my mind like I don't sit and think that Hitler is a good person, but he just had so happened to ask her about it yeah, but she I feel like she explained herself very well even when he asked her um, you know how how is her attitude toward towards triple um, X? Tentacion or Filacuti and she her answer was I would Never suggest that I have the popular Opinion on this because I don't And So even though later in the article she went On to answer the question about Hitler like I totally felt her answer like I would never suggest that I have the popular Opinion on this because I don't And then she also said in the interview That she noticed At a young age that she was a part Of the world but she was a different part of it And like I don't know. For me, personally, I can relate to things like that because... And I don't judge her or people for having different opinions. It just it sucks that she chose to elaborate on that question. But I feel like she, in other places of that interview, she did, like, make claims for just exactly how she is. We all know Erica don't think like everybody else. That's yeah. true.
3: And even with the... Um window seat at the end of the music video of window seat she explains what groupthink is and in this article group think comes back in and how she's been against it not against it but she understood that she she sees how do i say this she understands that she sees what how people mobilize and move i love how she was talking about like social media and how uh, this generation is very active to move and mobilize and protest and mm-hmm. and go out and make and make noise, but then what? You know that was a good point. But she definitely explained like, I see what everybody else is thinking, but I question everything. I question everything that comes along, and I try to see both sides, you know, of, of every situation. So I think, I think she handled herself well, and I feel like I I, I hate that like. At this point, it's 2018, and she's been on Twitter for how long? And she be just she be saying stuff on Twitter like
1: mm-hmm.
3: uh, she has said a comment I think last year about like girls wearing skirts like uniform and how certain clothes can tempt men. And we already know like we already know that she does not have a popular she doesn't have a popular thought like she things that she says are not probably. At- mainstream, right? But it is, it is what it is. It's her opinion, you know, and we have to be respectful to that. Cause and we could just
0: appreciate her for just being her unapologetically. And I feel like she's definitely a carefree black girl. Definitely. Like I feel like she lives how she wants to live, and she's okay
1: with not having the popular opinion. You right. know what I'm saying? But
2: we've always known that too. That's but it's
1: not about popularity, though. So I don't want, or at least from my perspective, it's not about mm-hmm. popular
0: no, of course it's not about that. But we're saying, like, I'm personally not triggered by this, like what I said. I'm not triggered, one, because not only is her comments expected, because she has she right. doesn't have the popular opinions, it's just I understood where she was coming from. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And she's like, I, I understand both sides. It's like, yes, she, was Adolf Hitler the perfect person to use? Absolutely not. Was was these people that were accused of crimes against women the people to use? Absolutely not. But, again, we don't want to take the concept of what she was saying. Like, sometimes as media, as social media, everything is direct. And when we see a message or when we're reading something new, especially from social media standpoint, we're already reading it from an opinion. Mm. That's how I feel. Like, there's already an opinion about it, and, like, we're not really able to form our own things because of how, The message is already being delivered
3: to us. Yeah, how the headline is crafted. So,
1: in my opinion, this is not the first time she's done something that has made me already feel that that train of logic, like, oh, like being free, seeing both sides, like, this is not, like, so also to give background, like, this is not the first time she's made a comment that has read me the wrong way. Mm -hmm. So, it's not about me seeing this article and thinking, like, oh, um, because people already had a negative reaction to the conversation, I'm going to go in with an open with a mind thinking I'm going to find something negative like I'm already prepared to when I read her interviews to see things that I don't necessarily agree with because this isn't the first time like she made comments about like how men are going to try to you know catcall young ladies or sexually harass them because it's in their nature like she just is from a different train of thought than me and her lived experience isn't mine but I don't think Like, basically, I feel like this conversation is getting circular because I feel like we can both just or we can all just agree to kind of like look at it from different perspective. But I'm just saying Mm -hmm. this isn't the first time that this has made me feel this way. Mm -hmm. So regardless if I had a different mindset or someone was like, oh, this article was really great. Read it. Like I still would have went into it Mm -hmm. being cautious because I know the way that she thinks doesn't necessarily align with the way that I think
2: agreed right. which is totally fine yeah. her last thing that she said which was my favorite was that each thing is an individual mm-hmm. I'm like, yes Yeah. no my
3: favorite thing is when she was talking about new how the new generation how hip-hop is now and what's the difference and she was like you can't roll a joint on the oh an yeah digital digital, album, an digital an download yeah. i love that when i look at you i feel something-
0: Make a move on, i I was going to ask do we really need Grammy success when we got little John who hasn't had a hit on the radio in years um still able to really like be out here funding schools and and building schools in Africa. That's true. You like, know what I'm saying? What, like,
3: what does a Grammy
0: do? Like, do What does it, like, because... When you
3: can be a legend outside of
0: that. Because that's, I feel like, if you want to talk about living legends besides music, like, what are they doing for the communities and giving back? Mm-hmm. And I just right feel up? like Little John, that's kind of really purpose over popularity. Like, you know, we know him. He was turning up had the clubs had the south on tilt growing up. Yeah, I know Lil that. Okay, a but Grammy he, though. Yeah, but he's also out here using his his, you know, he's out here his using money his for money good. for good. Like, and the thing is that he's not even on Instagram saying, "Hey, look at me. Look what I'm doing." It's kind of like we're reading about it, but this is his second school. Second he's been school. doing. Right. This. Dropped he was never 7,
1: that We should clarify though. Um so people Will kind of understand so you're you're saying he built he built schools from like the money that he has in do you know what part was it west africa right somewhere he west built, africa i have it right he, here One yeah. second.
0: he basically helped um fund a school in partnership with the charity um pencils of promise and it was last month in ghana they like basically helped one was uh elementary school and the second one was um no it was a kindergarten school and then i believe a elementary school so it's kindergarten and elementary that they did and i thought that was dope like he's you know and he and and it's 300 kids that's being able to go to these schools in Mm -hmm. these villages so yeah our schools have thousands but just imagine like that's 300 kids that's now able to get a education and that's deeper and bigger than the grammys and rap like That's legendary to me, and it's just like you don't even need to put a name to it. Like it's dope. There's Little John. We would think it is like somebody that's always in the media right now, and that's so current. But we have people like Little John who doesn't care about staying relevant.
3: I'm telling you, it's another like, and also it's just like Oprah doesn't have to be the only person. You know exactly like like that shows that there are people of color in America who wants to go back to other countries and help these other third world or right. whatever countries, whatever you want to classify them in their difficulties. And at the end of the day, it shows that, yeah, America is a superpower, but what makes us so big is that we can go back and give. And, and yep. And mm-hmm. it's really interesting how we have celebrities who are doing this, but then we have a man who's in office who will cause a country like Ghana or Haiti these shithole countries because these people want to leave and get better education and a better opportunity to better their lives.
0: With so much happening, we really need more people like Little John. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's just, and it's beautiful. It made me feel good just being like such a big fan of hip hop. That it was someone that is such a like prominent figure in this culture is like doing something right. Yeah, right now they're
2: real people though because it says like he was inspired on his trip there, and it just reminded him like he has a son going to school right now so it kind of just made him think like oh well, i have kids and these mm-hmm. kids are like here just imagine not learning being under palm trees this isn't like a good environment so that's dope
0: my homeboy who went to cuba was saying like they're so poor out there but they're so happy mm-hmm. he was like he was like i didn't have no wi-fi he was like you know he was like there's people that's actually like living like he was like i've I seen kids play and, and what looked like old prisons back in the day. Like, these people are living in prisons from, like, the 1900s. Like, this is, like, communities. And he was like, I looked into a window. It was just this old couple having a Tom and Eli's dance in this house the with no shoes on. Like, like, the front of the house looked crazy, like, literally with nothing. But they enjoyed so much of life.
3: Yeah, Cuba is like that. When I went to Cuba, I talked to this guy who was – boxer and he was like you know i've been all around the world and cuba is the safest place that i i I feel safe here because of with with the restrictions also like they're the crime you know and everybody in cuba could read and write y'all want to talk all y'all want about cuba everybody in cuba could read and write no one is left behind there is no child left behind in cuba on a side note weed is a major crime out there I can imagine. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine.
0: Like, I asked him, I was like, how's the weed? He was like, I didn't get none. I was just like, wow.
3: But then think about, uh, still, because of those restrictions, so you have people who try to leave Cuba right. to get some sort of freedom, even though, yeah, you might be able to read and write, but you don't have the freedom to speech, right? Mm-hmm. So you, so your dad throws you on on a boat or something. I'm putting up Ileon Gonzalez as an example because right. I'm from Miami. And sends you over it sends you to America, wet foot, dry foot, whatever you want to call it. You get there and you need programs like DACA right. to get to where you need to go to, to actually live. And I think like if we could transition into that and just how like we're trying to make a difference in the world, but we do we do have our difficulties and it sucks that the person who's holding us back the most is the person who's running this damn country. But I, I as a first generation born in America. From Haiti, this political climate is officially getting under my skin. Like it's officially like I ain't for it. I gotta renew my passport. I might have to dip. I've always wanted dual citizenship for for since since I understood what dual citizenship was because Haiti is not a shithole country. Ghana is not a shithole country. Cute. Oh my God! Anderson Cooper
0: literally brought tears to my eyes when he spoke about the people of Haiti. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Like he, and then I lived in Florida, so I have like Florida friends out there that I know they family feeling that has like embraced me. Their culture is so loving and warm. So it's just like to see Anderson Cooper like a face of CNN just speak so highly of. I sold a tie to Anderson Cooper before he came in Thomas Pink.
2: When I first moved
1: what? here, I used to work there. He came in. Like, I just, I, that's just, Brie, what do you think? I mean, I feel like it's frustrating. None the, like, the whole conversation, I guess, as far as, like, the way he pick and chose what kind of countries, you know, are warranted to come here and what aren't. I think what made it worse was that he he challenged the situation with saying, oh, but people from Norway can." Like just blatantly that it's a, it's a black white thing. It it goes down to him being a white supremacist and him wanting white people around him, wanting folks to stay marginalized. Like that's in my mind, that's basically what it looked like. I think it also, like, I, I appreciate the fact that we're talking about DACA on this platform because a lot of people, um... Or not DACA, but just, like, black, the way that black immigrants are affected. Because, like, there's things going around with, like, DACA or, like, anything really about immigration. People have a tendency to think that it doesn't affect black folk in actuality. Like, there are a lot of black immigrants in this country, mm-hmm. specifically from West Africa and the West Indies. So we have to keep that in mind whenever we hear a conversation about immigration. We like as a society, because I know the news does it often too, you shouldn't just be so quick to assume, oh, they're speaking about Mexicans, oh, they're speaking about Salvadorians. Like this is an issue that affects all of us. I mean, and to be honest, like it's going to take more of that understanding and more of that awareness in order for us to kind of like combat it and deal with it. Because we're in their mind, we're better divided. Mm -hmm. So it's better for us to all understand what issues affect all black people and so that we can know, like, oh, if you hear something, like, you might not you might not know where you're from. Like me, I don't know what country, you know, I'm from. But I know that him making a shithole comment, that shithole comment was about a country that I'm from because I'm black. Like, just that connection there alone, it triggered me as, as well. So I think it's just, I mean, it's unfortunate, but I'm, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised by anything this administration does.
0: It's funny because in the interview with Erica, she was just like, Donald Trump is so bad at being bad.
3: It's kind of like... A joke. A joke. Yeah. And I feel you on that, break 'cause because, like, I I feel you, and I, as, again, a Haitian American born, first generation in America, when I saw that comment, I was by the printer at my job, and I almost threw everything. Like, I almost threw everything because my mom just became a citizen, you know, like, she, mm-hmm. like, citizen 2015, you know she had her difficulties with her immigration. Like I have family who still have difficulties with their immigration, right. and I am undoubtedly, unapologetically proud to be Haitian. And when you, th- and when I think about this man, I'm like, My, "Sir, did you not? Do you not know your history?" I'm gonna read a quote from Frederick Douglass. Seriously, I have to read this quote. It was trending. He said, "In January 2nd, 19, 1893, we should not forget that the freedom you and I enjoy today." is largely due to the brave stand taken by black sons of Haiti 90 years ago. Striking for their freedom, they struck for the freedom of every black man in the world. Period. So I don't think, like, you guys understand. Not only did he denounce a country that helped abolish slavery in the Western Hemisphere, help get... The Louisiana purchase. If Haiti wasn't revolting, America wouldn't wouldn't have been able to purchase extra land. Like France had to drop that because they was taking care of what they had in the Caribbean. You understand? Like not only that. Then Haitians came to America to participate in a lot of wars that were going on in the, in the development of this country. So you're saying that this is a shithole country, but Norway, they ain't got no reason <laughs> to come here. They got universal health care. Like, they fine. That Nobody. Fine. They don't, they'll just take a tourist visa and bring themselves back home. Right. You feel me? You're bringing Norway. I'm not saying that they didn't contribute, but Haiti undoubtedly is one of those countries that help America become America today. Right. And you're denouncing them. And that hurt. That hurt me so much. And I really appreciate you, Bree, for saying, like, I'm not Haitian, but I know that that was wrong because I could be Haitian. You know, we could. We could. And I see that sometimes growing up in Miami and – Sometimes being marginalized because, oh, you a boat or whatever, you a zoe mm-hmm. or whatever that is. And that's, I had to learn how to embrace that. And I would be like, why are my African American sisters and brothers trying to divide us? Right. You know, like, yeah, I might speak more than one language and I like my bun and pizze. You know, like, I think right. like, you know, we were considered Yanks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We were the Yanks. <laughs> Definitely.
1: I think it's also, though, with that conversation, because it's funny that you mentioned this, like, that's basically what I study in school. Mm So I I study African-Americans and black immigrants and their relationship with one another and what that looks like from a historical perspective and what that looks like today. And to be honest, like you're saying, oh, you didn't understand why African-American people treated you a specific way. It's unfortunately, it's ignorance and it was done on purpose. Like we were never educated about black countries. So a lot of black immigrants don't understand that no little black kid from the hood or a little black kid from like the suburban area somewhere in the South, is going to know about the Haitian revolution. They specifically didn't teach us that on purpose. So I think it's just a miscommunication between like all sides. But I think now it's really important for us to kind of like have this dialogue in order to understand how we have to, like I was just saying earlier, like we kind of have to come together in order to shift the conversation towards like, oh, I'm Jamaican, I'm Haitian, whatever, I'm not black to at the end of the day, we're all black people well, that are going to well, be affected by this administration. And mm-hmm.
3: in, in his eyes, definitely, we are all black. and And it just is like sir you're just making it more of a race problem sir you just really you're you're dabbling into colorism like you you won't even accept the fact that we're all American like can we can we at least can we at least be that and I really feel I know a friend who um this is my my sister's friend and today he's a doctor but if it wasn't for programs like DACA he would not he, he where would he be right. it, he graduated from high school and had to sit for 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 a year or two because he could not get into uh, a university they were going to charge him international fees because why again his mom dad uncle someone especially in Haiti they'll send you you don't even mm-hmm. know sometimes they'll just send you you'll end up being on some cruise line and then end up in America they'll just send you and you have to just as a child have to grow up in this limbo you're in you're you're in purgatory all your life because you can go to public school but you can't opt into certain things you you can go to school but you don't have a work permit you know or you, you can't really have a driver's license because you don't have a social security number you don't have a birth certificate here These are the struggles that these kids who just came here have to experience. And with you taking away these pots of money, these federal fundings to make it a better place for them, even though it's going to be a process to get your citizenship. I get it. But if you're not going to lay down the law like, okay, you're here. Let's figure out how to keep you here. Let's figure out how to assimilate you a part of the country and get your paperwork together then what do you do then you have a whole bunch of people in the middle of limbo trying to find other ways to survive and that can be so many other things it it can be criminal activity it could be on so many different calibers just because hey well i ain't got a social security number anyways and i gotta make this end meet you feel me like so I, i really hope like It sucks that our government is in ties about that. And they, from my understanding, still haven't really made a conclusion on what they're going to do about it. They just made, like, a resolution to just get through. And also as a a government contractor, like, I had to deal with that. And I was just like... (laughs) I'm over it. I'm over it. I'm just like, I'm over it because I can't run from this. Like, I'm a right. government contractor, and then CNN is on, and I'm hearing that my country that I'm proud of is considered a shithole country, right. and it's just like, why? Why? And I can't even get my work done because my the people I work with are not in the office because the government done shut down for a full day. Mm. So I, I just... I know, I have to vent about that, because I really came with this <laughs> on my heart. Like, I'm going to say this, because I'm mad. Like, I was through, I'm like, mad, but... We just let her go. <laughs> like, I did not even want to stop. I'm, I'm okay. I just, I hope... You know, listeners, if you guys feel the same way from wherever country you're from, Barbados, yes. Jamaica, St. Croix, Quar- I'm shouting I'm out everybody, um, <laughs> Ethiopia, for everybody, everybody, everybody. You from me, you London, Nigerian, whatever, and you have dealt with this, you know, feel free to, like, respond to us and vent, you know, leave a and comment. let us
0: know, yes. Definitely send us an email about how you feeling. We'll call it the Letters to Trump segment. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's really nice.
0: Right? The Letters to Trump that segment. Cause from we, a carefree black we, girl. From a carefree black girl, because we just need to vent real quick. So let us know. We will
3: definitely, like.
0: Take taking over
3: my mind, and it feels like
0: it feels like that was the first of many rants from our carefree black girl, Rez. So Donald Trump, stay tuned for many more. <laughs> many more. But bringing it back to Living Legend, because that it was a legendary rant. And I like that was I was over here like, oh, I felt that. You know what I'm saying? Even though, you know, seriously, because thank you. I'm an American, but y'all culture and food is <laughs> pie. Ben, so (laughs) y'all got something called cremas yo you like i was 17 getting lit in florida (laughs) like i don't know what this is it's (laughs) thick it look like eggnog it tastes like a little bit like coquito a little but it's getting me lit so like so from from a yank (laughs) Uh that's what they called me we love you. You're not a shit whole country to us. Mm. So, that's one.
3: Appreciate it. Appreciate you know? it.
0: So, speaking of living legends, I want to pose a question. Basically, like, who are y'all living legends? And, like, what would you want to be known for? Like,
2: yeah. Well, all right. <laughs> <laughs> My living legend would be Jay-Z. Okay. Mm. Jay-Z and Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> My old school one, I guess I could say, like, um, Tina Turner Mm. Um, and Diana Ross for, like, my old school people. So I, bringing it back to, like, this Erica Badu article, I would want to be known for just being a super free spirit, for being a creative, being a free spirit, and being unapologetically myself and whatever, like path or whichever way i decide to go because like erica said too i believe that each person is an individual and so i just like to be known for doing me and so whatever i do whether people agree or disagree it's just like oh that's just dodge and so like i want to be known
0: for that
1: for being an individual all right yeah brie um so my living i just have I mean, I just thought of one, but I, I okay, I'll do someone that's dead and alive. Okay. So, someone that's alive, um, Serena Williams. She's that bitch.
3: Mm-hmm. I, and that baby. I don't so care what baby. no one
1: says. She's better than your favorite athlete. Um, they need to give her all the awards forever. And then, <laughs> um, my dad. Um, damn. There's a lot of dead people that I fuck with.
0: But it's but it's a living legend, bro. They gotta be alive.
3: We gotta give them their. Oh, abilities. they have to be alive. Yeah.
1: <laughs> earlier we was talking about some. Oh, we said old and new. Oh, old. Yeah. old. Okay. Um, someone. Um, I guess I say Oprah. Okay. Like, if you really, really think about it, like Oprah had so much money because she did her own shit. Yeah. Like. Harpo is her name backwards. When I figured that out when I was little, I was like, "Wow, I'm gonna have a TV production, and I'm gonna name it Brianna backwards." <laughs> so How did you even say that, I don't know.
0: Anna,
1: <laughs> I know that she's genius for doing that. Like, man, I, I just stand for Oprah. So yeah, Oprah and Serena. Um, yeah, those are my two. Oh, what
0: would you What would you want to be known
1: for? Oh, to be honest. I just want people to be like, she always did what she wants to do. She followed her passion. Because, you know, a lot of times people don't follow their passion. They get caught up on, like, overthinking it and stuff. Mm-hmm. But the last few years, I just realized, like, you got to do what you want to do. You can't live for nobody else. Mm-hmm. So I guess for living for myself and following my passions.
3: Okay. Rez? Um, so my living legends are, um... I got a few. Maxine Waters, because she was a black woman to, exp- like, really pinpoint that the CIA helped bring crack to, to Compton. So, <laughs> let's just be honest here, like, I just love when black women just, just uncover shit and be like, but the truth is, you know, so, right. and then she's like, we gonna figure out how to get this man out, and y'all know already how, how I feel. So, I'm for her, Maxine Waters. Um, I was talking about Judy Smith, and if those who don't know who judy smith is she's basically the character behind olivia pope from scandal um no messing around with no presence or nothing like that but she is a crisis managed manager a crisis communication manager and she's you won't know her until you like see the picture of her next to michael vick or her next to to daddy bush like she's like that right hand She's, she's 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 the white hat. She's Olivia Pope. She's like that right-hand man that just be like taking care of shit and like handling business not only in America but internationally. So if you guys like, if you really liked um, Scandal back back in the days, y'all know it kind of fell off, but you know, it look, check out Judy Smith's book because she's also the executive producer of that show and she be like making money moves. Um, I think those are my two. I'm surprised y'all. She took Beyonce. so I can't I can't say beyonce, but those are my two. <laughs> and what do I want to be remembered for? That's a very difficult question for me, sad to say. Um, I want to be remembered for um being creative, definitely, but most importantly, like take going to the next level. I would love to be that person who like takes things to the next level, and I actually I feel like I am, but sometimes that burdens me because nobody be wanting to get to that level with you. You understand? Like it's hard to get to that level, but I do appreciate the fact. Like I want to be known for being that amplifier, that optimizer, that person who took something that was simple and just Mm -hmm. brought it to new just by seeing it from a different perspective or putting it in a different angle or putting it up against the light and showing how it's worth. So um, definitely be that amplifier because I love amplifying other people's visions. Okay. Um,
0: My living legends um, for, like, young would be definitely Karen Sybil because I just see so much of me in her. It's crazy. Like, everything that she does, it just even, like... Just how she takes these rappers that are deemed hood and deemed ratchet and she makes them mainstream and she connects them with brands. Like, she gets the job done and she's behind a lot. So that's why I personally like, and she's so young and she's doing it just how I would do it. Like, at her own pace or whatever, Um, she's my like young living legend. And my living legend, honestly, is my mom. Fuck everything else. (laughs) Because, I like, she gets on my nerves. My mom really irks me. But just, like, I just, like, you know, now I be sitting back thinking of my childhood. Like, she done pulled through in so many different, like, occasions and so many different ways. So there's a lot of me because of her. Like, Mm -hmm. a lot of her, like, a lot of my strong, like, suits come from my mom. And she's not, like, a celebrity or nothing, but I think she's pretty dope. And she's the only person that posts selfies and look annoyed. Like, nobody's asking you to post these pictures. Like, <laughs> you can smile in the selfie. Like, I got to show y'all this picture because – But, yeah, that's my living legend. Um, who Like, what I want to be known for is just getting the job done. Like, I want to mm. be known as a person that gets the job done. So, like – some, the finisher. The <laughs> finisher. It's like, you know what? Like one thing about Ivy is she whatever she wants, she gonna go get it. Mm-hmm. She gonna get it done. So they can say whatever, but she got it. She got it done. So that's what I wanna be known for. But okay, this was another look at the selfie of my mom.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: Bria, I wish you could see it, but like and Yo. she posted this on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> But um but yes, this was a fun episode. We talked about like the living legends, um Erica Badu, the Grammys, Monica, Monique. We recapped a lot. Yeah. We definitely Jay Holiday, did. Jay Holiday his missing teeth coming <laughs> with the beat. So oh, and I must say I love Will Smith on social media. Mm. So I will say that shout out to him. I think he is a black boy joy. He just I, I really love
3: him like I secretly stand for Jaden and Willow. Both mm. of them. Jaden's project. Jaden got bars. Either. Please, Willow, she's my spirit animal. I'm for the kids. So, I'm for yeah. them. Yeah all right y'all so we're about to close up we're about to wrap this up thank you guys so much for listening um to join the conversation feel free and don't forget to use the hashtag carefree black girl um you can also follow us on instagram at carefree black girl underscore inc and um, you can also follow us or tweet us on Twitter at CFBGpod. And also check out the website where you can find merch and you can find all of our previous episodes at carefreeblackgirl.com, the girl spelled G-R-L. And we are going on
0: tour, so vendors, sponsors, um, we are definitely like open to tables and booths. booths. So just definitely send us an email if that's something you're interested in and Look for us. We'll be in a city near you this year.
3: Yes, definitely. If you want to know more information about the brand, we can also send you an email. But reach out to us at uh, carefreeblackgirlpodcast at gmail dot com.
0: Right. Um. You can follow me on Twitter at ivylikeblue.
2: You can follow me on Instagram at Dajrayan.
3: You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at call me underscore rez underscore.
1: And you can follow me on Twitter at, oh, I changed my handle since the last time I've been here. So I'm actually spelled out. It's at, it's like I T S, B R E D A N I E L L E.
2: Okay. Okay. And that's the wrap. Hey. Bye. Until next time.